Hi, welcome to another episode of The Lord's Delight. Today, we are continuing a series, right? Unnamed or insignificant characters in the Bible. Insignificant does not mean like their role, but rather like, you know, they appear in like very less verses or their presence is not like the major characters like Moses or Joshua, where it is throughout a book or there's so much about them. Okay. So continuing that series, today first we are going to look up uh, at this character called Jabez. This is a very famous prayer, but this is a guy who appears only two verses of the whole Bible, right? In First Chronicles, in chapter 4, he appears in verses 9 and 10. I'll read them to you. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. This is hidden among a whole long chapter of genealogy where it just, you know, talks about, oh, he bore him and he's the sons of he. Like it's, you know, one of those chapters, I don't know about you guys, but I generally consider sometimes boring in the Bible. These two verses are woven in with those. Sometimes like you might not notice if you're going through fast. And what is important is this was not a good start for Jabez because his mom named him saying, I gave birth to him in pain. But guess what the Bible says about him? That he was more honorable than his brothers. There's already a comparison going on. And God is giving him a certificate saying he's more honorable than the other people in their family. And then look at this guy's prayer. I would actually say like an audacious prayer because imagine asking God, God, I want more land, enlarge my territory, right? Land was money and everything in those days. He's saying literally like enlarge my territory, give me more. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I'll be free from pain so that I don't feel like, you know, be in pain. So I don't feel like, you know, face harm. The greatest thing is the last sentence that says, and God granted his request. This is such a challenging thing for me personally, because somehow it is easier to say, oh, God will provide. And maybe, you know what, these bad circumstances God allowed. Yes, he is in all of that. But this challenged me to pray audaciously, ask for things and say, like, you know, kid asking for the moon. This guy is like, Lord, bless me. Give me more territory. Your hand be with me. Keep me from harm so I will not, I'll be free from pain. So I'm thinking about, do I pray that kind of prayer? Like such bold prayers? No. And that is a challenge for you and me to pray prayers like that. And it says, God granted his request immediately after that. Like at the end of the verse. So... If we are not praying in alignment with God's will, he'll let us know. But have the courage to pray bold prayers is my lesson from Jabez, the guy that comes only in two verses. And the next is in John 6, where Jesus feeds the 5,000. I'm talking about 
the little kid who has five small barley loaves and two small fish we don't know his name only it's being told that hey there is this little dude with this much he must have offered everywhere the miracles of jesus are being talked about how many times have we heard of oh five loaves two fish there was this boy who had it with him that boy went prepared for his journey the others might not have had food this boy was very concerned about his food and packed sometimes reminds me like what happens what if i get hungry so he had his food with him but then he offered it knowing so many people are there without food what will happen to this little thing he did not hide it and say let me go behind the tree and just eat this so i'll be full that selflessness in that boy actually manifested into such a great miracle where jesus fed the 5000 so here the lesson is can we be like that little boy selfless with the little we have offering it up to god so he can do a lot more he remains unnamed but guess what it is not the nature for human beings even as adults think about us kids to be able to offer that and say hey i have this to offer that is something that is so selfless and that is the pivotal moment from where it was he not just that kid ate all the 5000 ate from the little so what is the little that you and i have that we can offer up to god without like going my precious and holding it back to us that he can use it to bless all the people of around us think about that this is from unnamed little boy and the third example is in second kings chapter 4 this is from elisha's like you know company of prophets we don't know the prophet's name we just know that his widow even she is not named and here she isn't it because he, the husband revered the lord hey but guess what he had borrowed money and now the creditors are coming to take her boys as slaves so that they could pay off the money by working for them after hearing the story elisha's question was how can i help you after seeing this financial need if somebody asks you how can i help you what do you tell them but then guess what god says like prompts elisha tell me what do you have in your house and he she says i have nothing except a small jar of olive oil and he says go ask for empty jars and he actually says don't ask for a few which means get as much as possible and then go inside shut your door and then pour that little bottle into all the jars until each is filled and put it to one side the thing is though this widow doesn't think elisha is cuckoo you know if somebody told us that we'll be like why is this person saying stuff like this this is so weird would he not just give me some money to just pay this off or talk to the creditors now she was open to the different way of operating of the prophet and god and so she did this and she involved her sons in this and she kept pouring pouring all the jars are full and finally the kids say hey mom there's not a jar left and guess what 
she goes and tells the man of god she's not like oh i've got so much oil i'll sell i'll become rich no she still goes back to the man of god and says hey this happened there's no jar left and i have so much oil right now and he tells her go sell the oil and pay your debts and whatever is left over you can live comfortably on i want to point out one yes she did go to the head prophet like who was in charge for the company of prophets for help but she was willing to do an out of the box errand not knowing what the heck would happen and also at the end she did not cut elisha out of it saying oh this good thing has happened to me you know what i can do this all my own. no she went back to him and told him what happened and he gave her the instruction go sell she was to the end again willing to be accountable and i just find that fascinating and that is something that we need to learn be willing to do out of the box things because god made us us to do that and to willing to be accountable and all these unnamed insignificant characters they teach us so much they also teach us we don't always have to be named have name and fame a lot of times as christians we sometimes expect name and fame oh this person is like that like we nobody has to give us that kind of like you know kudos or credit for anything because we are called to be accountable to christ and we are called to do good no matter what without being weary and yes it becomes hard when people don't acknowledge but that is what we are called to do there are so many unnamed like you know or characters which are appear for like a tiny part in the bible we are called to be one of them not all are called to be in the names like you know joshua moses some are some are but in no way are these characters less than those just remember that okay guys i will talk to you next week